Hey, what's going on? <laughs> this is Tawanda with Trucks and Bucks Cast. And this is a weekly podcast where we talk about anything and everything in reference to the trucking and transportation industry. And we've been having fun hanging out over the last couple of weeks. And we've done all types of episodes. And today we're going to kind of recap what we've been talking about, what we have out on our podcast site so people can definitely get connected. And as we begin our show today, we're kind of just hanging out. We have a special guest that's going to show up in about 30 minutes, and we're super excited. We're not going to share information about it. Just got to stick around, listen, and tune in. And we got a few lovely folks that decided to join in today. So let's go out to 71703. Tell us your name, the state you are calling from, how your week has been, and anything else you want to share. Hello, I'm Alexis. I'm from the DMV area, and my weekend so far is quiet, the way I like it. And not ever complain with quiet, because we can take that a lot of ways. We can keep it quiet, we can turn up and get a little bit of noise, or whatever it is we choose to do. How about you, 214? My weekend is going pretty good. I'm actually getting some things done that I had put off, and um, I'm revisiting some things, um, um, trying to get more organized. So I'm having a good weekend. Okay, sounds great. Are you going to tell us your name? Oh, I'm sorry. This is Miyoshi, and I'm calling in from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> all right, Miyoshi. All right, all right. So basically, um, this is Tawanda. My week has been pretty incredible. I'm always going to hold down Georgia, South Carolina, and any other state that I choose to because I like to live a lot of places and visit a lot of places. So what we're going to talk about today is some of our previous shows and what we learned from those shows as we are anticipating our next show, which will be starting in about 20, 30 minutes. All right, Alexis, we're going to tell Miyoshi and all of our listeners about the different shows we've done so far. So first we had our welcome. Talking about welcome to Trucks and Bugs. And that, what do you remember from that particular show, Alexis? That was an interesting show. You introduced us, and we were just talking about trucking being um, a billion-dollar industry. And, yeah, it was really informative. Yeah, it really, and the first one was our first show, just talking about our podcast, what we're looking to actually be able to do and put out, and the reason why um, the podcast has started. So, Miyoshi, let us ask you a question. Tell us a little bit about how long have you been in the trucking industry? How how did you find it? Or what made you join it? Anything you want to share in reference to that? Give us a little more information about it, about you and about it. Um, So, I actually, this is funny. So, as a little girl, um, I had an uncle that um, drove a semi. And, of course, it's humongous, so for me, I was very, like, intrigued with it. And so I've always liked being inside of the truck, but um, that was just, that's as far as it went. And so years later, I'd met someone who also was in the trucking industry. He was um, an owner-operator, and 
he was trying to get me to come in the business and be a dispatcher, but I wasn't too sure about doing business with him, connecting in that way. So fast forward, I've been looking for something um, to do where I could work from home and, you know, make my own hours and all of that, and I trucking came up again. So I got back in a truck and actually got to um, be on the road for two weeks to see how things were, you know, on that level. Um, and so the interest picked up again, so I started doing some research. And the more and more I started researching, the more I saw that the skill set that I have would fit. And being out on the road and talking about uh, asking him about, you know, um, his views and what he goes through, I was excited. Um, so I figured, um, let me start watching some videos, let me start asking some questions, and I just can't stop. I can't get enough of it. So here I am. I'm at the beginning stages of um, deciding where it is that I want to go, and I pretty well have an idea, but I'm I'm still, I'm a researcher, and I'm very analytical. So for me, I, I need to line it up and look at it and look at it some more um, to make sure before I go all in and invest that this is what I want to do. So I feel like I'm being woken up out of my sleep, so this is where I'm supposed to be. That sounds pretty incredible. Thank you, Miyoshi, for um, actually sharing that information. And we have a new caller on the line, calling from 469. Welcome to the show. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, this is Sophia. I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. Hey, Sophia. Welcome to the show. We're just kind of in pre-warming mode, waiting on our um, our guest host um, in about 20 minutes. And we're just sharing a little bit about our journey. Can you share with us what made you actually decide to get into the trucking industry um, and whatever else you want to share in reference to that, please? Um, I've been interested in trucking for a very long time. Um, I I used to do load planning for Home Depot and administrative office work as well on the back end. Um, But initially, I used to think that trucking was for other people around me, and I would suggest it to them and not for myself, and I've been in health care, but um, life just kept putting me in positions where I ended up right back um, interested in or, or congruent or adjacent to someone that was in the trucking industry, so um, I finally had to just catch the hint that it was for me and not for someone else, and I began doing more research and uh, working towards uh, the goal of being in this section and seeing where uh, things could go for me from there. That's it. Okay. And how about you, Alexis? What would you like to share with us about your experience and journey in this industry? Um, I'm actually a brand new newbie newbie. I don't really have any experience, although I do have a friend who is a truck driver. Um, so it's just a great business to get into based on what I read about it. And I'm all about that money, like Cardi likes to say, so why not just 
make a little self make uh make a little for me. Okay, Miss Newbie. So what actually interests you since it's since you actually are newbie, what made you decide you want to join? Um, because it's recession proof and with the way this year has been like incredibly crazy with the pandemic and such. I'm just looking for opportunities to make um, income that is recession proof. Okay, that makes sense. And that is definitely um, what made me join as well. I know actually someone had mentioned this industry to me a few years ago, just talking about the different things and possibilities and so on and so forth. And then now I took a closer look at it. Of course, the world has been going through so many different things. So, yeah, definitely, um, this definitely seems like a great, great opportunity. Now, what I want to ask you guys next, like, what are you looking to do in this industry? I know there's so many different things when it comes to transportation overall. We did a a show talking about um, different opportunities. Um, Share with us a little bit of what area that you're looking to go into and why did you choose that area? And we'll start with you, um, Sophia. Sophia, are you there? Oh, I'm here, but I'm I'm seeing your daughter is being an ass and bothering me. And I'm trying to do this. I apologize. No <laughs> problem. <laughs> Oh, no problem at all. We know we have all types of distractions. It'd be like that sometimes, honey. (laughs) Yeah, I was asking you what, what, um, we know there's a lot of different um, angles you can get into with the translation industry. What angle, what um, department did you decide to get into and what made you choose um, whatever area that is? Um, I decided that, um, of course, I want to fully understand the realm of dispatching, but eventually I would like to um, move based on my research to brokering, but I'm okay with making sure I understand the full realm and understanding of dispatching completely before I move into um, brokering and understand how to maintain those relationships and make them successful uh, not only advantageous for myself, but for the carriers and shippers that I decide to build relationships with. Now, you said you, so basically, it sounds like you have a vision of starting one level and then kind of build into the next. Correct. Everything with me is a, it's a long term game. I'm in it for the long haul. Um, so, absolutely. Understanding how, how to, uh, build uh, a strong foundation and uh, grow exponentially um, and taking others with me that have the passion and desire to do those things and they're willing to work hard, um, that is, is kind of where I, I am. I believe in things going uh, in an organic way. I don't force things. I kind of let things be how they are. And, I, and when you do that, everything that's for you comes to you anyway. Absolutely. All right, all right. How about you, Miyoshi? Oh, when I call her Miyoshi, I'm I'm gonna go back to Mimi. Mimi, Mimi, Mimi. 
<laughs> um, pretty much the same as Sophia. I want to start off with dispatching. Um, but for me, I think that I would like to go and do it as a broker agent before actually taking on the full responsibility of the broker thinking. So I really want to be a one-stop shop. Um, dispatch, broker agent, broker, but I want to also own um, a trucking company, the fleet. Oh, are you going to be driving? I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about I'm actually thinking. becoming a driver? I am. I'm really thinking about wow. it. Right now, job is I have been I'm at a call center so I've been working at call center since 2003 and even though I'm good with customer service the call center environment is not my thing I I do it but it's it's, I don't like it you know what I'm saying so I'm trying to get I feel like hmm I want to see things and I feel like being on the road will allow me to do that where I'm able to move around and not just be stuck. I'm a person that that thrives and wants to know more about different places, open my mind up to different things and see where that takes me. So that's why I'm kind of thinking about the trucking. I'm not for sure, but um, I could could be a non-CDL truck owner. You know, that sounds really interesting because, um, as I said, I know I was telling, um, well, I'm sure I was telling probably both of you guys this, but I actually have a, a friend of mine that was telling me a few years ago that um, she was really interested in becoming a trucker. And um, <laughs> and she had did the research and everything. She watched YouTube videos probably for like a year. And she said, man, I'm doing mm-hmm. this. And she was really most concerned with being a girly girl and being on the road and just kind of, Wondering about, you know, like, to, like, take showers two or three times a day, like, have your hair and nails done, that she might couldn't do that. So she was watching videos of women that was really doing it and making it work. But um, I'll definitely tell you about that. Um, we have one new caller on the line. One second. Hi, this is Tawanda with Truck 619. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. All right, so this is definitely the person we've been waiting for, the sassy trucker. So we're going to go to commercial break, and when we get back, um, Alexis, Sophia, and Miyoshi, we have someone who's actually in the business doing great things, and she's um, blogging about it. And we're going to learn all about the sassy trucker as soon as we return. And thank you so much, Miss Sassy, for gracing us with your presence today. This is Tawanda, and we'll be right back. If you have a business or you are seeking to start a business, please protect yourself when it comes to contracts, accidents, document review, new clients, and more. Just Life Events can assist you with getting access to quality attorneys at reduced rates for all of your business needs. We can also help with family plans, plans for truckers, large and small businesses, and so much more. Remember, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. Contact us today for a free consultation to see how we may be able to meet your legal needs. Our website is justlifeevents.org. 
All right, and we are back. This is Swando with the Trucks and Bucks, and we're super excited today for our guest host to be joining us for an interview. And I am going to turn this over to Sophia, because Sophia actually told me about the sassy truck. Like, hey, we want to interview this person on our podcast. So, Sophia, tell us a little bit about that, and then let's introduce our guest for today. Okay, so I was looking for other young women of color that I felt like were moving in innovative and positive ways and really just uh, doing their own thing because I have a young daughter who is getting ready to be on the cusp of adulthood, and I want her to understand that role models or people that we can respect and admire don't have to always be our parents, but we can look at everyday people that are doing amazing things with themselves and, um, you know, they're putting themselves out there, they're working hard and they're working towards their goals daily and I just saw um, your Instagram page and I really um, liked what I saw because sometimes, you know, when, when your kids are at a certain age, you can't always be the role model. You have to let them see there are other people that are choosing to do things that are not the status quo and that are not the norm and you can work at this and you can be amazing at this. Have you thought about this? Do you know more about this? And so that's just how I came across um, Sassy Trucker's Instagram uh, page and I was more than happy to share her name with other as well as other young ladies that I felt like were just really doing things that, you know, some it, People have to understand, especially young people, that your cookie-cutter life doesn't have to be cookie-cutter. You just have to make a choice to do something really great and put your all into it. And um, your hard work and dedication and the rest will come to fruition with time. So I just liked what I saw, and um, that's why I suggested her name as one of the people to speak with. Okay, well, I, and I have been loving your Instagram. So we're going to get to it. Welcome to the show, Miss Sassy Trucker. And I see your last post was actually 21 hours ago saying over 100 pounds down. So I'm sure you're going to tell us all about that. So welcome to the show. And you have some of the questions I want to ask, but I just want to first say, how are you doing today? I am doing very well today. How are you doing yourself? Doing good, doing pretty good. And we have some other ladies on here, so hopefully you don't mind. We're going to probably tag team because we all want to pick your brain and ask you questions about your journey. And the first one is, hey, what made you even – how long have you been in the trucking industry, and what made you actually decide to get into this industry? I've been in the trucking industry for a little over three and a half years now. When I first started realizing that I wanted to drive trucks when I was 18 years old, when by the time I was 21 – I decided to go on home, go ahead and take that journey and go to truck driving school. All right. What was it that made you, like, there's a million, at 18, there's a million things you could do. What was it about trucking that actually said, hey, I'm doing this? I like the fact that I can travel, and not only that, I get to meet new people, get paid while I travel, explore different cities. And I also like the fact that I don't have a boss looking over my shoulders 24-7. I like the freedom that I get to have. And it feels like I'm not at work. So that's what I like about truck driving the most. Really? Oh, my 
my God, that's so crazy. So you said about three and a half years? Yes, three and a half years, almost four. That is incredible, almost four years. Now, how old were you when you started? I started when I was turning 22 years old, actually. So that's incredible because, Sophia, you were just talking about your daughter getting ready to be on the cuff of 18. So anyone listening that's 17, almost 18 years old, the sassy trucker started when she was 22. So now no, no one has to wonder, what can I do with my life? You can get you a truck, have time freedom, have money, have travel. All right, how long did you actually research the industry before you actually decided like that you were going to drive? And semis are big. Like sometimes they seem scary. So why did you choose a semi, and how long did you research the industry before you actually um, made a decision to move forward? Well, I started researching the industry a year before I started trucking school. I would watch, like, some YouTube videos of other old women that's been driving trucks. And I also had friends that were in the industry that would take me on the road with them to let me see what it was like to be in the 18 wheelers to see if it was something that I really wanted to do. So I fell in love with it, and once the time came, that's when I started school, and then ever since then, here I am now. Wow. <laughs> All right, I just got one of the questions. I'm going to let some of the other ladies ask you a few questions. And I was just saying this when you dialed into the show. I had a friend that was looking at getting her CDL, and she spent about a year researching, and she was most concerned about being a trucker and still being a girly girl. Like, hey, makeup, hair, showering, da da da. So, how have you managed to have your, your feminine lifestyle? looking good and, and still being a trucker, has that been hard, or how do you actually do that? It can be hard at times when my boss is pestering me about getting a load there on delivery, but on my downtime, like right now, I can literally just unhook the truck from the trailer, and I can drive to any nail shop that's big enough that I can park the truck in, and I can get out and get my nails done. I can look up hair salons and go in there and get my hair done at any hair salon that's near me. And sometimes there are some truck stops that do have hair salons and nail salons, but there's not many like that across the country. Really? I did not know that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, we're going to turn her loose. I know um, you all got questions. I'm going to go to you first, Mimi. Um, Just save some for me, um, Miyoshi and Alexis. I've dropped off the line for a minute. Um, So you prefer to be called Sassy or do you want to be called by your first name? Sassy. Okay, um, so I am thinking about um, going into the, the um, to become a driver. Um, for you, are you driving a manual or automatic? Well, now I'm driving an automatic, but when I went to trucking school, I learned how to drive in a manual. Okay, which do you prefer? I prefer an automatic with traffic, but I prefer a manual when it comes to going appeals because they're a lot better as opposed to an automatic. You have more control with a manual. Okay. And one last question. Are you doing over the road? Yes, I'm over the road. Over the road. Okay. Yes. That's all I want for now. (laughs) Now, over the road, in in the three, and and I know it's not my turn, but I got to quickly ask you this. What is the farthest you ever drove? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably crazy. Probably been everywhere. But um, 
Like, where do you live? Like, what state do you do you live, and what's the furthest you've ever drove? Well, currently I live in Houston, Texas, but the furthest I've drove was from California to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That was a little over three thousand miles. Oh gosh, was that exhilarating for you? Like that that burning that road up? Yes, at first it was a little tough because I was a little nervous. I was scared at first because it was my first time really ever being an eighteen wheeler. But after I got the experience and learned what I was doing, I felt more comfortable to do it by myself. Okay. Now, what do you do while you're driving? Are you listening to music the whole time? Are you on the phone? You, yeah, um, Instagram Live. What are you doing with all that time? Normally, I'm listening to podcasts or I'm on YouTube or I'm talking with friends on the phone, family. And also, sometimes I make YouTube videos and I blog that as I drive as well. Okay, okay. That sounds pretty incredible. We're going to go out to you, Alexis. What do you want to ask Miss Sassy? I don't have any questions for now. I'm just more interested in hearing what she has to say. Sounds good. Hey, definitely all about taking notes. Are, are, you, um, are you over there, Miss Sophia? I am. I am over here. All right, talk to us. Um, I guess I would ask, um, how important is it when you're younger, uh, if you decide to do this when you're younger, because I have my 17-year-old listening with me, how important is uh, time management to your day? Like, how do you go through your day? I understand you have to, uh, of course, use it for making sure you get your loads on time, but also just keeping your mind occupied and being goal-oriented when you're always on the go and you're not necessarily sitting in one place. How does that look like or what does that look like or how does that work for you? Well, normally um, I stay out on the road for about three weeks to a month. And so I would take out time, like I would say about anywhere from one or two weeks. And with that time, I can manage my home time and things I need to accomplish where I'm home. I can do things by accomplishing those things when I'm home. Awesome. I appreciate you answering that question. Also, um, trying to think about is there anything else? Do you have any, um, do you have a long end game plan for yourself right now, or are you just in the phase where it's like, I'm enjoying driving, I'm stacking my paper, I'm saving, or have you already started putting together, uh, another plan for yourself because we understand that sometimes we like being on the road, but like, have you decided like, how is what I'm doing currently? Am I setting up a plan so that I can impact others in a major way? Actually a little bit of both. Like right now I want to stack and drive and save up to buy my own truck. So I could have my own trucking company and I want to own about four trucks sometime starting next year. That was one of my biggest plans that I do have in mind. Great. I know you're going to be able to succeed and do that. That's all the questions that I have right now, Tawanda. Thank you. Okay, that sounds great. And I'm over here really just checking out your Instagram. Like, you are living a celebrity life. Um, I see on July 23rd you had a blast in Dallas, Texas, at the Truck Drivers Meet and Greet. Are there a lot of opportunities like this to where truck drivers get together and have meet and greets? 
Well, I wouldn't say there's a lot of opportunities, but now since there's, like, a lot of younger people coming to the industry, there's a truckers mm-hmm. group called Black Truckers on Facebook and Instagram that just started last year. So a lot of truckers, mm-hmm. we meet up and we plan different events in different cities. Like, last time I was in Dallas, and we have an upcoming event coming in Atlanta, Texas. I mean, Atlanta, Texas. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you you know what you said? Uh, you said Atlanta, Texas. I'm like, uh, oh my God. Okay, Black Truckers has about ten thousand members. So now that's really kind of like a community. So it gives you something to look forward to. Yes, that's really amazing. That's really really amazing. All right, yeah, I got a couple more questions. And one of the biggest things, as we're talking about, um. She's been on the road three and a half years and and eventually wants to get her own trucking company and be able to get others. Um, would would you still be driving? Like, let's say, for example, you buy your own truck and then you get these four. Would one be still for you to drive for the, for the long haul? And I ask that because I'm in one group for women truckers, and I asked them, like, how long have you been driving? And a lot of people have been driving 19 years, 35 years, 40 years. So what are your thoughts when it comes to that? Do you see yourself driving for that long? I do not see myself driving for that long, but I do see when I do buy my own trucks. I wouldn't mind here and there getting in a truck and just taking a load and really getting a feel for it, but I would still drive, but not as much. Not as much. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I just got a couple more questions I really, really want to ask. One thing that's not on my list that I've been curious about, you know, like a lot of times the weather gets a little crazy, and, um, you know, like when it snows or it ices, like, you know how sometimes I know you guys have been probably driving and had to pull over. Have you ever had to drive, like, during bad weather or a storm? And if so, how have you handled it? Yes, actually all the time all the time. How I handle it. If it gets too bad to that point, I don't drive at all. I'll just pull over and wait until everything gets settled so that it's safer to drive because a lot of people during those times they lose their lives and your life is not worth worth to lose in those driving in those bad weather conditions. Absolutely, absolutely. We did a show a few weeks ago, Miss Sassy, about um safety. And, you know, just some of we talked about some of the different incidents that we've heard about that truckers may experience and so on and so forth. Have you ever had any type of incident or situation to where you may have felt unsafe while driving? Yes. Actually, my truck burned down back in 2017 when I first started driving when I was in Colorado in the mountains. My truck caught on fire. Wow. What happened? Um. In Colorado Mountains on 70, a lot of truckers, they lose their brakes because of the hot, the hotness of the brakes. And so it ended up causing me to have a tire blowout and my brakes fire. So my whole entire truck burned down and I was going downhill and I was turning. So I had to come out of the truck and I almost died, actually. Whoa. Whoa. So your truck caught a fire on the highway? Yes. It caught on fire, but it once I stopped, that's when everything literally just blew up into flames. Oh, the guy. And when you jumped out, where did you jump out at? Like on the road where uh, you were traffic coming? Yeah, on a, no, on the road, on the side of the road. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And this was in the beginning of your journey? Yes, my first year of trekking. 
<laughs> wow. And hey, you made it past that. We know you definitely can be built to last. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't even imagine, like, what you were thinking about or how you were actually feeling at that time. Oh, wow. Definitely. Right, we're going to go to break. <laughs> I can't even. Um, and when did you notice it was on fire, though? Uh, when I had like, the did tires blow out, I started smelling the smoke. And then mm-hmm. once I started seeing the flames, I was able to end up pulling over, but I ended up jumping out of the truck. And after that, that's when the truck just blew up. And you were in the middle of nowhere, and you had to get to wherever you had to get to. How long were you, like, what happened from there? Like, who did you have well, to call? Well, there was a police officer who had seen the whole thing. So he's seen it happen. Okay. He came over, nothing he can do. So they called the firefighters. Firefighters came, and they were able to put out the flames. And everyone was just watching and recording it. And me, I was just there standing, watching everything that I owned going to flames. And, you know, while people were recording, it was it was those same people um, trying to say, hey, do you need anything? Can I help you? No, they are just asking, are you okay? And that was about it. They were saying, oh, we've seen how it all happened. We've seen everything. We're so glad you made it out safe. And that was it. But I did start a GoFundMe account on Facebook, and people were helping and sending me money. And my job oh, did wow, that's amazing. that I lost. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And we know we live in a day and time now where somebody's always filming something, but I've seen situations where people are literally getting hurt, and someone's more interested in getting it on camera to sell it to the news than to see if the person's okay. But, um, yeah, I have just a couple more questions for you. we got to go to commercial break, but we'll be right back. But that is definitely interesting. I know it's a great opportunity. It's really good money. But when you decide to go on the road and become a truck driver, there's a lot of pros and cons. But, of course, anything in life, there's pros and cons. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Alexis with some news for trucks and bucks. Love's Travel Stop has opened its newest store Thursday, November 4th on U.S. Highway 97 in Madras, Oregon. It includes 82 truck parking spaces. This location, about 45 miles north of Bend and near the Warm Springs Reservation, is open 24-7 and offers Arby's, the restaurant, six diesel bays, five showers, laundry facilities, mobile to go zone for electronics, Catskill, and a dog park. We're excited to expand our footprint in Oregon and open our sixth location there, said Tom Love, founder and executive chairman of Love's. This location will provide customers a clean and well-stocked and maintained place to stop before our team members get them back on the road safely and quickly. All right, and we are back. Thank you for that. Oh, Miss Sassy, I tell you, that is definitely like when that incident happened with you, truck catching on fire, jumping out, um, having to save your life and going through that whole ordeal mentally, like what? how did you be able to cope with that to say, hey, I, I got to get back in my truck? Like how long was it before you got back in your truck again? And how do you cope with that? Because that's like a real near-death experience. Well, I took a three-week break from it, and I didn't think that I was going to drive trucks again after that happening. But people were talking me into not letting that bring me down to just be calm and 
take it one step at a time. And so once people were giving me good advice, that's when I ended up getting back into the truck and started driving again. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Now you talked about um, different groups, especially because there's younger truckers, there's meetups and things like that. And we know you're working hard for the money. So tell us about something like, Hey, because I'm young, I have this great job. I'm making this money. Tell us about the time you treated yourself. Like tell us something you did that was, Oh my gosh. Amazing. Well, recently I went to Thailand. I went to Bangkok, Ooh. Thailand, in Asia, and it was really fun. That was oh, now you, this year. you're going to definitely have to give a little more detail because I'm interested in going there. <laughs> so what made you go there, and what did you actually do that you can share with us in Thailand? I went because it was my friend's birthday, and I figured it's a time to treat myself since I've been working hard. And one of the good things about going there is you get a little bit um, more what you pay for with your money, and your money is longer in Thailand than it is in the U.S. And I was able to go to the tiger cage, and I was there with the tigers. I took pictures with the tigers. And that was a really fun experience. And I went to elephants, and I went clubbing. It was a little different, though. Really? And did yeah. you go with others? You went like, with a group? Yes. I met. I went with a group of six people. Wow. Okay. Have you guys ever did anything, um, Miosha, um, Alexis, um, Sophia? You ever left the country? Went anywhere exotic? Not yep. yet. Went Not to the yet. Bahamas. Soon as COVID. <laughs> I went to the Bahamas. <laughs> but I was planning on going to Hawaii because my daughter was trying to debate on going to either Hawaii or Europe for her graduation gift. Mm-hmm. She decided on Hawaii, but we are just waiting until uh, we see what travel is going to be like going to Hawaii, and then we'll be safely going there. But we love to travel as a family. We're adventurous. Okay, that definitely sounds like a winner. So, Miss Sassy, like with COVID and everything going on, how has things been for you with driving over the last seven, eight, well, since March with COVID, the world locking down, but you were still working, correct? Yes, I still had to work. It was a little more dangerous because a lot of people weren't really following precautions, so I had to take it into consideration that I needed to wear my mask and sanitize and follow a good health routine, being out here on the road, traveling different states, because it was very dangerous with that happening. Did you run into any, like, fellow truckers that actually got exposed or got sick or that shared with you something they may have went through over the last seven, eight months? No, I actually haven't. I didn't run into anyone who had the COVID that I knew personally. Okay. Yeah, I know so many different things. I can imagine, like, when I first heard about it mid-March and this thing was, they were shutting everything down, they were saying, stay home, stay home, unless you were an essential worker. So I'm not really sure if, like, I'm sure all the convenience stores and everything was still open, but they probably had people working long shifts because some people did not want to leave home because you don't want to take nothing possibly home to your family. So I know with so many different things going on um, in reference to that. So what is your most memorable moment? Like in the three and a half years you've been trucking, good, bad, ugly. I know um, with that um, accident, that's definitely something you'll never forget. Any other memorable moment that you'd like to share with us? Any other memorable moments? When I first got my CDL, I would say that was very memorable because I didn't think I was going to pass my test. 
at first because a lot of people, they were kind of, like, down-talking me, saying a woman couldn't do this job. But when I was able to pass my test, I was able to rub it in their face that I can do this. And when I got my CO, not only did I do it, I did it better than them. Oh, wow. Freaking right. Freaking right. <laughs> Definitely. All right, so the last question that I have. Well, before I ask you that, I want to go back out to the ladies and see if there's anything else um, that you guys want to ask Miss Sassy before I ask her the very last question, which is going to be tips for others that want to get into the industry. Is there anything you can think of, ladies, that you want to definitely ask her while she invested her time to join us today? You just stole my question. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Well, be the first time. I have another question that I would love to ask you, Ms. Sassy. So in your three and a half years, and you've been out on the road, and I know that it's part of your goal to own your own trucking company by next year, and I sincerely hope that it goes well for you. Do you foresee yourself just owning a trucking business, or do you foresee yourself taking over the trucking business as in opening up other truck stops and such? Since as a trucker, you would know what truckers need most. Yes, I can see myself owning my own business and opening up truck stops since I kind of get a feel for how things are since I'm an actual driver. Okay. Yeah, because Alexis wants to open up some truck stops over there in DMV. <laughs> that would be a good idea. So don't worry, she'll be. No truck stop over here, and like the nearest one is like over an hour from my place. So whenever it is that my friend comes into town, he never hardly ever gets to see me unless he parks his truck over an hour and something away, and I have to go get him. Because there is nowhere up here where he can park his truck, and it's badly needed. It's badly needed for your personal reasons. (laughs) But it's badly needed for other truck drivers, too, you know? (laughs) Okay, all right. In her area. Okay, Alexis. All right, well, let let me ask you. I see you're checking your oil. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, what all do you know how to do under this hood? Yes. Miss Sassy, what all are you doing? I see you checking the oil on, um, it says quick oil check. What all have they taught you guys to do under the hood? Well, they taught us how to check oil, the coolant levels. They taught us how to put the oil in only, and they just taught us that our bolts, and our engine should be clean, and everything should be properly mounted and secured, not bent, broken, or cracked. Man, that's amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is freaking amazing. All right, any last question, um, Sophia Miyoshi? Yes. So um, how, how important to you, like, is balancing your health, because I find with people that have highly stressful jobs or jobs where it's demanding and you have to sit a lot or you're not necessarily as mobile or as active as you'd like to be, you try to prioritize your health as much as possible or being active. So how important to you is that on on the scale, like with uh, health and, uh, you know, 
meal planning if it's possible while you're on the road because I find myself because I work overnight and I'm working from home now, me balancing, making sure that I work out regularly and that I eat balanced meals is, like, really important to me, making sure my that I'm feeling okay uh, when it gets really stressful and the demands get high. Well, health to me is very important. Let's go from 1 to 10. I would say it's a 10. When I first started truck driving, I actually gained um, over 100 pounds, and I've realized that it caused me to eat out more for driving the truck. But now that I have an inverter in my truck, I can cook my own meals instead of eating out at the truck stop, and I'd also save my own money. And as far as working out, I go to Planet Fitness. I bought a Planet Fitness membership, and there are some truck stops that do have fitness centers that a person can go and work out there for free. And also, I do do meal prep overnight. I might cook food for up to a week, and I can cook the food in, like, an air fryer or a crock pot or a George Foreman grill, and I have a fridge in my truck as well so I can keep all my food and store it in there. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that information. Meal prep? That sounds like like a Miyoshi over there with the meal prep. And, you know, that was a good question, though, because I, I wonder, because my eating habits is horrible because I travel and I'm stopping at the drive through So how often, so you're not really a drive through person. You kind of prepare, plan, get things intact, and, you know, eat, eat healthier even though you're on the road. That's really interesting. Hmm. Okay. May I ask one I, more Go ahead, lady. Um. So I know that you are a female truck driver, and you mentioned that a lot of truck stops do have um, places where you can do your hair and your nails. But what about showers? How do you maintain hygiene when you're driving long stretches of time where a truck stop might not have showers? Well, normally when that happens, um, the truck stops, most truck stops do have showers. And with my job, we're only obligated to fill up at certain truck stops. So when you fill up, you'll get a free truck stop credit. And you can go into the truck stop, and then you can shower. Sometimes if that if the showers aren't available, I do have a Planet Fitness gym membership, and I'll exercise. And after that, I'll take a shower at Planet Fitness. Oh, okay. How many hours do you? And how many hours a day do you drive? Like, what's the? I don't know if you use ELD for um, semis, but. How many hours a day can you drive? What kind of system do you guys have to log in? And, you know, do you sleep, you, have, do you sleep in your truck most of the time? Do you know people in different places sometimes and you stay with them? How do you do that? I know I asked you like five questions, but. Well, we have a, I have an EOD on my truck, and I'm only allowed to drive up to 11 hours per day. And sometimes, um, most of the time, we're sleeping in the truck. The truck has two beds. But if I'm in a city where I might know someone, I might sleep at a friend or family member's house. Or sometimes okay. if I'm there longer than a week, I might get a hotel. Or got you, got you. Okay. So you have two beds. So you could literally take one of us on the road with you to hang out. Party over here. Uh, have any of you ladies ever like rode in the truck with someone? I think Mimi, you ha- you said you have, right? Yeah, I have. And and the things well, that the- she's mentioning, um, the shower situation. Oh my goodness! Um, the person I rode with, some I can't remember exactly what happened, 
but we had to, he had to we slept and then he had to wake up early to get back on the road to um to take his um drop his load and so I was like mm-hmm. okay so when are we going to to get showers and so it was longer than what I liked and so I had a major <laughs> amazing attitude I was so mad he was like. <laughs> <laughs> he still with me about this today. He tells everybody. He was like, "Look, y'all better tell her ahead of time what time and where shoppers are gonna be, because if not, she get a whole attitude and she starts talking to herself." And <laughs> so oh really, my god! Really, really about that, and so he made sure that whether I took the shower earlier or later, <laughs> that he told me ahead of time. When we were going to take showers, but, yeah, I, <laughs> it was my first time. And we were on the road for two weeks with each other. So this, this that was like, I'm a woman. So I have, I, I have a <laughs> Wow. Hey, I salute you, Mimi. You a trucker, girl. Uh-huh. I have one quick question, and this is so funny because I had this experience. Sassy, have you ever been approached by a lot lizard? Yes, I have. It happens all the what time. What is it? Coming and knock on the door. <laughs> what is that? You have, oh my goodness. I, I experienced it twice on the road, and that was it was it was sad, but it was scary at the same time. Okay, tell them about what a lot lizard is. Because <laughs> I'm Googling. A lot lizard can be a male or a female prostitute soliciting you for sex. <gasps> what? Yes. I Googled it, and that's not what Google says. Google's talking about something completely <laughs> different. I need to go to the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Look, it says <laughs> lot lizard <laughs> is a British software company. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold up. So you're saying you got approached by men and or women trying to get you to be a sugar mama for the night? Yeah, well, they don't know when they come knock on the door. They're not expecting it to see a beautiful woman behind the wheel when they knock on the door. So you can be sleeping yeah. out of nowhere. Someone comes to knock on your door. They say, "Oh man, no, no, it's a woman," and they'll ask people like, "Hey." Do you want to make ask me if I want to buy buy them? I'm like, no, I'm fine. But yeah, it happens a lot. Oh my god! What that, now? That's a, that brings us to a whole another question. So Mimi, you're saying this happened to you in your two weeks of being on the freaking road? Yeah. So the first two weeks it happened, one approach, and then I went on another trip for the another two weeks and another approach, and so they didn't know I was in the truck. And so when it knocked, when the knock happened, I had already, he already told me what to expect and what happened. And so he just like, okay, I'm going to let you do this. (laughs) So when I opened that curtain up, that lady eyes got so big. (laughs) She was like, "Um, you know, do you have some change? I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm hungry and this, that, and the other. And unfortunately, I didn't have any change, um, but I knew what it was. And so he was like, she is lying. She thought I was on this truck by myself. She was going to try to offer me her little stanky sandwich. Oh, my so God. It was, it, was like, it was so shocking. And I was like, 
he I was like, well, I'll go and buy her a meal, but I'm not going to give her no money. And she, you know, he was like, don't even buy that because she'll be looking for my truck and she'll memorize my number. And I'm not going to buy her anything. So, yeah, it was it was crazy. <laughs> I you know God. what? That's a whole... That's a whole another level because so basically what you're saying is, you know what I think, um, Alexis, we were talking to someone um, last week talking about vulnerability of drivers on the road. So have you seen a lot of this, Miss Sassy, like with these lock lizards um, approaching people? And, you know, I know people get lonely. This just seems seem to be so dangerous. So have you seen a lot of people give them play? Yes, I have. I have seen it all. I even have friends. Well, male friends who tell me all about it, and yeah, I, I've seen it so many times. It's actually very scary because they're really risking their health out here on the road. Yeah, and I was going to say, well, I really hope in addition to having the refrigerator and having all the things you need, I hope people have on their list boxes and condoms. Like, yeah, because you, <laughs> that's a whole nother level. That's a whole nother show. Oh, my God. Wow. Incredible And at the same time Just like you have these lot lizards Then you also have people That's trying to make a play For something else It just seems like It can be dangerous Have you ever heard Any stories of anybody Like getting robbed Or kidnapped or anything Yes All the time All the time Really It happens There's certain There's actually certain cities Where The truck drivers Are not really allowed To go at a certain time Like for example Memphis Is one of them and Atlanta is one, and so is Houston. And sometimes LA, what do you mean? are one of the main places where truck drivers are more, they have a more higher risk of being robbed in certain areas. At night or anytime? Yes, at night. At night, mostly can anytime, you, but mostly at night. Okay. Can you, can you guys carry legally? You can. You can in certain places, yes. Okay. Man, that is so. Oh my gosh, that 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 really brought me to another thought. So, with with you as a woman driving the truck, and um, as a man, I saw in one of my groups um, of lady truckers, the lady, uh, which is a beautiful girl, the guy was saying, "You'll make more money selling your ass, basically." And she was so wow. disrespected because he just, yeah, he told her, "You know, you're real pretty. You'll make more money selling your ass because your pictures are sexy." Not sure why you're wasting your time being a female trucker. Do you get that a lot with people? Yes. Because you are a woman um, Really diminishing your skill As a professional woman A truck driver and a boss And just just minimizing you Thinking you're just a sexual object Like do you get that a lot from fellow truckers Like male truckers Yes yes, I have got that really? all the time They even told me to make an OnlyFans So you'll make more money if you had an OnlyFans And I was like I don't have to do that I can work and drive a truck and make my own money but yeah, I get that all the time. Wow. Do you do you get do you feel like women? And I, this is I'm gonna ask you two more questions. I'm gonna be done because I can literally ask a hundred questions. <laughs> so, do you feel like with 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 like with the job you're working for and whatever task you have, do you feel like you get treated better or your tasks or jobs are easier because you are a female versus what the guys do, or is the work the same? And expectations sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I get treated better, but then there's there are times where I do have people underestimate me because I am a female. 
But when it comes mm-hmm. to me arriving at the shipper to deliver a load, I might have the guys get out and open my doors and slide my tandems and fuel up for me, get my gas and things of that nature, wash my windows. But if I was a man, they wouldn't do that. But when it comes to backing up at the shipper, I do get underestimated a lot because they think that my backing skills aren't as good as theirs. But I put them wrong every time. Oh, love it, love it, love it. You, you're not, you not having it. Like, I can already tell from, like you said earlier, somebody thought you couldn't do this. You showed them, like, nah, yo, she's gangster with that. She's not having it. So the last yeah. question, um, and we appreciate you investing time to um, come on to the show and share it, and we're super excited about this, and hopefully we'll definitely be following you and, and seeing how things are going. To any woman that's listening to the show, Miss. Um, sassy that is on the fence about getting into this industry or even with us you know listening to like oh we're really interested in that what are some tips you would share what are some things to be aware of what are some things what are some encouragement anything you want to share to that female potential driver that says you know what i decided to start this business because i listened to that podcast and i heard sassy trucker and now i'm in business give us any wisdom you want to leave us with I would say follow your hopes and dreams, and if you are good at driving, then go for it. If you like to travel, I would say truck driving is definitely the great thing to do because you get so much freedom, and it just feels like you're not working, and that's what I love most about it. I saw something on your page, which is a quote I use a lot. When you do it to, when you when you love what you do, you really never work a day in your life because it's not working. All right, Miss Sassy Trucker, I definitely appreciate you. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with us before we let you go? Um, not at the moment. Not at the moment. All right, ladies, are you guys y'all good to go, Miss Sassy? We're gonna let her go, and then we're gonna go to break, and we're gonna just kind of talk about any feedback so we can get our questions together. So, Miss Sassy, thank you so much for joining the show today. We look forward to building with you, and we're definitely sending good vibes your way and rooting for your continued success. Thank you so much. Thank you thank for you. having me. All right. Thank you. All right, ladies, we'll go to break, and we'll be back, and we'll see how you're feeling now that you got a little bit of information about how to get into the trucking game. I want to find out when you're getting started. We'll be back. minutes from closing the show. I want to see what you're thinking about, how you're feeling, when you're going to get your truck, or whatever else you ladies are thinking before we close our show today. How you feeling, Alexis? 
I'm excited. I want to learn so much more. Well, I know myself, I don't really enjoy driving and such, so I know I wouldn't be that successful as a truck driver, but I know that I have superb communication skills, so I'm excited to become a new dispatcher and learn as much as I can. Okay. I am definitely excited, too. Miyoshi, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, <clears throat> she... Mm-hmm. She shared a lot of good information, um, and uh, from a female's perspective, her her opinion about as far as what her, you know, what she's experienced, even though I'm not a driver, but just being in the truck and seeing things in the truck stops and um, uh, my friend telling me about different things, that it lines up, so um, it's a thought. It's 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 definitely a um a thought and an option that I'm going to consider. But as of right now, I'm still focusing on dispatching. All right, Sophia. Well, Sassy Chuckle was really sweet and I'm glad she gave some insight. Um at one point I was thinking about driving but it's my daughter's last year, so I didn't want to do it long term. I just wanted to do it just to learn about it and have the experience because I'm just a person that likes to experience things. Um, mm-hmm. And so it made it so I can actually, um, it, it's definitely something to consider if you're not sure exactly what you want to do and you want to field out more opportunities. Well, I am definitely excited. I, I wish you, I love to drive. I just wish I could be three people because one of those people would be driving. <laughs> Literally. So I'm excited. And I just want to tell everyone if you're not, Following. Okay. This is Sassy Trucker's Instagram. <laughs> and she's turned up over here and she's her Instagram is lit. So it's Sassy S A S S Y dot Trucker on Instagram. And if you pull up her Instagram then you can find her snap her Snapchat as well as her YouTube channel. I haven't checked it out yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. But um that is all for today, but guess what? Our next shows, we're definitely going to be talking about, in addition to, we're going to be launching a six-week making of a dispatcher. We're going to be talking about the journey of building a dispatching business, some good things, some bad things. We're going to be doing that on Sundays for about six weeks. However, one of our also next sessions I've added is we cannot let this go by without talking about the Lizard, whatever. Lizard, lock lizard. <laughs> Man. And if you're listening to our show and you know any truck drivers, now you know what to get him or her for Christmas. Damn condoms. Oh, my gosh. Because you guys know. You guys don't want to say nothing, ladies, but you already know. Anybody turn down a little good hair for $20? <laughs> Come on now. Come on, Alexis. Come on, Mimi. Come on, Sophia. What y'all think about that? Hold it until the next show. <laughs> nah, I'm being real. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> no, it's true. I've seen it. I mean, I witnessed them getting into some of the trucks when I was there. I saw the males out there and just some of the antics that they were doing. So it's real. Um, it, it is, it is absolutely Why real. Not? But here's the thing. If the truckers weren't engaging they wouldn't be out there and i'm talking about they they start in the day it's 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 like two three o'clock in the afternoon so it's not just at night that they come out they're out there in the daytime too 
because they, you know, the churches are sleeping to prepare for the the night. (laughs) Some of them are saying, guess what? Why you think cash out Mm -hmm. making so much money right now? Yo, baby, $20, cash out me. I got you. (laughs) I got you. Cash out me. Yeah, I saw a drug transaction, and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Let me hurry up and get a stop. That's a lot. <laughs> but guess what? But also think about this though. You know, and I you can have the straightest person to start as a newbie. Then you get then you get baptized into it. You know what I'm saying? So many different things, opportunities. You can have someone leave home mad with somebody. And then you know, just really the temptation at your door. Curiosity. Ah man, I, I somebody can turn it down for one month, one week, one year, and one day. She come back up and, and back the mind. She said, "Cash app or cash?" <laughs> it was over with, man. All right, you a man? As we close out, ladies, we gotta go. Come on, give us something. Give give us a tip. Come on, now. give us a tip. We, we can't we can't leave talking about locking lizards or whatever that whatever it's called, lock lizards. That can't be our tip for the day. <laughs> give us some pie tips. <laughs> go ahead. It's not lizard. <laughs> I'm a lizard. <laughs> Lock lips. <laughs> Lizards is like a lips. <laughs> oh my god! Give me some positive. Give me some good vibes, ladies. Come on. And Alexis, you think you slick, right? Alexis trying to get uh, during the whole truck stop just for one guy. <laughs> Damn. Woo! We're gonna do a whole show about that too. Okay. Not just for one guy, for other truckers too. Because I told you. Oh, damn. Have, How many do you want? I talked yes, to silly. a lot of people. Oh. oh, but you do admit that this is for your personal benefit, though. <laughs> Listen, I got to go because I got to go watch um, the, the election. I got to find out if we got a new president yet or if we got the same president. I need to go and find out if I need to go to the bunker or what. <laughs> We gotta I, I don't want to hear no fake news. I don't want to hear no fake news. Got you, but I don't want to hear no fake news. I want some real news. <laughs> oh my god! All right, give us give us a closing tip. Give us something, um, Sophia, because you you seem okay. like you're the most um calm one. Yes. Because it has been no, my, highly oh entertaining to listen to you, ladies. Today we've been quite chatty and giggly today. So what I would just leave with is uh, this is just one of the ways if you're not sure what you want to do with yourself, Sassy Trucker has given us a a small peek and insight into driving and some of the challenges and obstacles you can face. I guess you can sit down when you're at home today or in your quiet moments. What uh, personal challenges and obstacles are you facing and um, how are you moving forward? with those things and because uh, she's definitely found a way to overcome all the naysayers and move forward. So this is encouragement to us that we can look at uh, personal goals and small wins in our life and know that we can uh, overcome those obstacles and, and, and allow people to, um, they can be naysayers, but we have the power to, to do something different to make those choices uh, to let people know you can still do what you want to do in life, whatever it is. I love it. I respect that. Thank you, Sophia, for being so professional and being so positive and so focused. 
Well, y'all had me cackling the whole time. It was hard not to laugh. So, I, so one of us had to take I know. Today, so you are a good influence. Else. That Alexis? Yeah, right. And that Miyoshi? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You okay, I'm like trying to pop the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not true, not true. Okay, um, okay. hello, Alexis. <laughs> Give us something positive. Um, something positive. Let's um finish out the weekend strong, and may next week bring us brand new opportunities. That's so positive. Okay, I like that. All right. Miyoshi. Why am I calling okay. you Miyoshi? I don't even call you that. I guess you got to be professional. Because, okay. Because that's my name. <laughs> I want to call you Mimi. That's fine. That's my nickname. It's fine. Um, okay. Um, let me see. Something positive. Um, so I am going to say, kind of piggyback what Sophia said, that um, with the information that Sassy provided, there are so many different things that we can do in the trucking industry and just in life in general. We don't have to, like, pigeonhole ourselves um, in just one thing. Um, something we may start off and start this, you know, in one um, part of it and decide that we want to try something else. There's nothing wrong with getting the experience. Um, just as long as you're happy with whatever it is that you decide to do. You can do many things or one thing. So there you go. Okay. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. All right. So I appreciate you ladies. I definitely appreciate and respect everything that Miss Sassy Trucker said. Just a early twenties doing the thing, not even thirty and gonna make millions. And um I just wanna say to anyone listening to our show on a real tip a take notes, take heed, and then take action. A lot of times in life we have a lot of different opportunity and all we do is talk about it. But guess what? There's no time to be talking. Take notes, take heed, and then you definitely need to take action. And surround yourself with people that are about action because we all need someone. Just like we're working together with us ladies on this show, we are holding each other accountable. We're giving each other good vibes daily. If you don't have that, Find that immediately. If you are a person that's listening to this show that you're new into the trucking industry or you're looking to get into the trucking industry and you want like-minded, professional, well, we might not be professional all the time, but if you want like-minded, positive people that's professional most of the time, but more importantly, that's honest and about integrity, contact us. Let's hang out. Let's push each other, encourage each other, pray for one another, and let's all jump over until the multiple six and seven, eight-figure realm because it's possible in this industry, and there's no time like right now. And remember, the pain of sacrifice is much easier than the pain of regret. This is Tawanda with Trucks and Bucks, and we appreciate you guys for hanging out, listening, and remember, the best is still yet to come. Bye-bye for now.